Y'all, I cannot believe it. This is episode three of Girl Get Up podcast. I am blown away. Um, you know, I I am completely blown away, y'all. It took me so long to get started, but here I am on episode three already. And I hope you guys are enjoying what I've been um, bringing forth and presenting so far. And usually on my podcast, I would have a guest. Um, But today, there is no guest. It's just me and you guys. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as you did the other two. And please do not forget to share, share, share and spread the word about Girl Get Up. And in this specific episode, I wanted to continue on with mental health because I believe mental health is so important, especially the mental health of women. Women, we do not realize it, go through so much. We encounter so much. We endure so much, you know, and, you know, I don't think a lot of women are, you know, able to even, you know, take a break to mentally process everything that life has thrown at them. And so this episode, you know, I just would like to focus on the mental health of our women. And, you know, hopefully I can offer up um, some form of just um, advice or some form of some consolation for, you know, every woman out there who feels overwhelmed, who feels like, you know, they just have so much going on that they're about to lose their minds, that, you know, that that's looking for some intervention, some divine intervention, some form of breakthrough in their situation, because we all, you know, we all have those days. Don't mind those, um, you know, women or, or those persons who act like they have it all together, who comes on, you know, um, social media with a smile or, you know, in a, in a photo, like, look what I'm doing and, and presenting just all of the good things that is happening in their lives. We have to understand that with social media, it is a platform for you to share what you desire to share. And, you know, not oftentimes we see people come up on social media and are basically, you know, crying or presenting that that particular aspect of their lives. Like we, we have seen um, in the situation with uh, Devon Franklin, Devon Franklin and Megan Good. You know, and, you know, she's basically on there, you know, doing so, so good, you know, <laughs> she's doing Megan good. But, um, you know, we have Devin Franklin over there, you know, coming up on, 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 um, you know, his, his IG live and essentially crying. Now, we don't know the entirety of what went on in their relationship. We don't know the entirety of, you know, um, you know, who's at fault? Because honestly and truly, when it comes down to the the just a marriage being broken down, you know, both parties are always, you know, um, to take the, 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 the blame for it, for the breakdown in the marriage, even though it might be, you know, one particular person who just could not get it together. You know, you still you still carry your share of the blame regardless of of what, you know, the other person has done. You still have to take accountability. And so, you know, just seeing that, that aspect, you know, uh, because he was the one who filed. He was the one who filed in case you guys, um, you know, isn't, you know, up to speed with the story. He was the one who went and filed for divorce, but yet, 
you know, he was on IG Live crying. And, you know, Megan, she took looked like she took a vacation. She got, you know, her little suntan going and, and um, you know, she came back to work and she was good. But, you know, that also can be a front. It also could be, you know, her just, you know, coming out in public and projecting, okay, I'm good. But in private, you never know what's going on. And so I've said all of that to say, y'all, let's not look at social media and think that people have it together. Those same persons who look like they have it together are the ones who are committing suicide. And that's because everybody is looking not everybody, but some people are just looking to put on a front, just looking to put on a brave face. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with coming out in public and putting on a brave faith and face and putting on a smile, even though you probably on the inside feel like you're going to fall apart. Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, it's good for persons to want to, uh, you know, reach out for help. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to even, you know, speak even in my own situation. Sometimes when I reach out for help or if I feel like I want to talk to somebody about really, truly what is going on with me, what, how I'm feeling, you know, what, how, you know, because sometimes persons try to process things on their own. They try to act like they're good because every time I'm, I'm not going to lie. When you reach out for help, people act as though you're supposed to just get over it. Like you're supposed to just be, you're supposed to be better by now. You're supposed to be, supposed to be good. You understand? You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be standing strong and tall and, 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 and oh, you're not supposed to let this bother you. And you're not supposed to, um, you know, allow this to, 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 to help cause you to feel down. But then those are things that you are saying is supposed to happen on based off of, you know, your own opinion. But you cannot tell a person how long they should be going through something. You cannot tell a person how long they should be grieving over a situation or how long, you know, they should allow a situation to bother them. Because I don't, I don't think people just want to allow situations to bother them. I don't believe that's it at all. It's that, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to be strong in a situation that has not passed. It's a situation that you're still, you're currently going through. And with every step that you take forward, you know, you still experience, you know, some, some turmoil, you still experience some turbulence and you as a human being, you are going to feel that no matter if you are putting on a brave face, no matter if you are you know, trying not to let situations get to you or bother you. Everyone does not handle things the same. Everyone is not supposed to handle things the same. We are all different. We are all individuals. And the more you try to tell somebody how they're supposed to handle something, as opposed to actually listening to that person and letting that person work through that situation the way they know how to work through that situation, you are essentially causing that person to suppress something that is devastating to them, to suppress something that they are feeling that's causing them to break down inside, that's causing them to hurt, that's causing them to cry at nights, that's causing them to not sometimes be able to function in a day. You are telling that person that that thing is not important. Forget about that thing. And you just, I guess, pretend to be okay. Because that's really what it is. If you don't deal with the root of something, you are pretending to be okay. 
you understand everybody is not able to go and get therapy. And therapy, I would say, you know, goes hand in hand with deliverance. You can deliver somebody, you can cast out that thing. But at the end of the day, if the mind is not transformed, if the mind is not changed, if the mind, if the root of that issue is not dealt with physically, then you are basically telling someone to, um, you know, either just get over it, just get over it and just move on. And that is not the way this thing works. You understand? So I just feel like people need to be more compassionate. I think that people need to be more realistic and sometimes less realistic and understand that everybody does not have the tools that they were afforded to get through and work through the situations that, you know, they've had to go through. And so we really in this hour of, um, you know, just dealing with life and also, you know, still in, you still in a pandemic, um, you know, um, a lot of persons are, in dire straits. A lot of persons are unemployed. A lot of persons are, you know, renting from persons who couldn't care two cents about you and basically threaten you, you know, to, you know, threaten to evict you when you basically owe them little, little to any money. You understand? Because it's their place and because they don't want to be out a dollar. They want to basically evict you. Now, mind you, I know that there are landlords who allow the persons to stay in the apartment and they owe them sometimes five months and, and different things like that. I know people who went back to work and was able to, um, you know, pay their landlord up and everything after owing them five months. But you have some landlords that they do not care about you. It's all about the, the mighty dollar. And so you have a lot of people who are in situations where their their livelihood was taken away. Their their um, you know, their home is being threatened. Essentially, their home is being threatened. You have a lot of people who can't feed their kids. You have a lot of people who can't pay for daycare. Who cannot afford to send their kids even back to school now that school is actually open. People are going through a lot, a lot, and a lot of this is up to the mother, you know, up to the woman to take on all by herself. Because let me tell you something. You see when life get hard, if you are, if you do not have a strong headed man, if you do not have um, a man who is able to stand firm and still, you know, realize that, you know, they also have the responsibility just as the, the woman has the responsibility to ensure that their home is taken care of. You will be on your own like Pat Boone, let me tell you. And you have a lot of women who have had to stay, who have had to hold the fort, who've had to hold their heads up high and, you know, keep a smile on their face when they don't even know where the next meal is coming from to feed their children, when they don't even know how, you know, they're going to keep a roof over their children's head, when they don't even know how, you know, they are going to, you know, buy snacks or get snacks or, or be able to send their children to school. You know, a lot of women are stuck with that responsibility. And I know that they don't feel stuck because as women, we love our children and we want the best for our children. And we will fight and fight and fight to ensure that our children are taken care of and that everything that they need 
will be provided regardless of what it is that, you know, we have to endure ourselves. And so the mental health of women is so important. It is so important. And, you know, people always say they, they go around and they post, you know, posts on, on social media about um, checking on your strong friend, you know, when, when someone actually does commit suicide. But how many of us really do that? How many of us really go ahead and say, hey, I'm checking in on my strong friends. I'm not checking in on my strong friends to try and you know, preach to them, but I'm checking on my strong friend or my not so strong friend to try and, and help them through a situation, not make them get over it. We have to get to this place, y'all. I'm going to be honest with you, where we understand that preaching to someone, trying to make someone understand something, trying to make someone um, deal with an, a situation the way we would deal with a situation is not working. It is not helping. I do not believe that that young lady, that 30 year old, um, you know, um, um, lady, the, the pageant lady, I can't remember what her name is. Um, Miss universe or something like that. I am not certain, but you cannot tell me that there was not one person who that woman has reached out to. And sometimes, Reaching out to someone doesn't necessarily mean the situation is dealt with. So we have to be careful, man. We really, really have to be careful in how we handle people in this season. We have to show love. And I feel like love in this season, y'all, is so lacking. You would have people who would reach out to family members, who would reach out to their parents, begging for help, begging for assistance. And you would not, they would not get receive that assistance. And it blows my mind. It blows my mind because if you cannot reach out to a parent to say, hey, I need help and they and they assist you and mind you, it's not that they, they don't have it, you know, and it's not that they cannot assist you. They, they, they choose not to assist you. And that is the coldest form of, I mean, selfishness I think I've ever witnessed in my entire life. And you can't tell people, you can't make people want to help you. You can't make people want to give you anything or do anything for you or your children. But at the same time, in this season, man, we really, really should, should be showing love. People might say, oh, they're not trying or they're not, they're not, they, they, you know, you work for what you want or this, that, and the next. But do you know how many people do not have a job right now? Do you know how many people have been on those streets, have been applying for job after job after job and, you know, have not yet received or probably even received a call, but was ghosted that like you just don't know what is going on in a person's life. And it, it's easy to make a judgment. It's easy to pass a judgment when you do not know. You do not know what it is to walk in that person's shoes. You do not know what it is to walk in that person's situation. And so the, the last thing anybody should want to do is to judge anyone in this season. But the lack of love that I have seen, you know, um, during these very trying times, these very uncertain times is staggering. It's crippling. It's, it's crazy. It's wild. Like I have not seen, I have not seen, I, I think this is the, this, in this season, I've seen the meanest people be the meanest and people who are supposed to be there for you, who are supposed to want to, to see, 
you know, good things happen to you or, or so you thought. But a lot of people are being exposed in this season. And so in this hour, guys, all I'm saying is we need to, to check on the women. We need to ensure, yes, there are some men out there who, who are still holding a fort, who are still pushing, who are still taking care of their families, who are still, you know, loving their families and treating their families the way that, you know, they're supposed to treat their families. But you have a lot of men who are basically bullying women, who are who are using, you know, their little bit of power to take advantage of women and children. And it sounds, it sounds, it sounds crazy. It does sound crazy, doesn't it? But it's, it, it, that's what's happening. It is what's happening. You know, men are bullying women and basically, you know, showing that, <laughs> you know, acting as though um, it's the woman's sole responsibility to take on all of the stresses and all of, you know, just the responsibility and, you know, in life. And it's sad, man. I find it to be so sad. And so, y'all, you know, I, I might even come back on with another episode pertaining to mental health because mental health, y'all, is so important. It is so important. And you have people who are doing their best, who are, you know, um, you know, doing what's necessary spiritually, going to church, reading their word, listening to as many, you know, inspirational and, you know, sound doctrine as they can, who are praying to God and believing and having faith that, you know, things are going to get better, that things will change, that things will turn around. You have people doing all of those things. And on top of that, you know, trying to make life better for themselves, going back to school, trying to go to school and also, you know, trying to um, find employment on top of taking care of their children. You have a lot of women who are doing it all. And sometimes in all of those actions, you still don't immediately see the return that you are looking for. And so all I am saying today, people, is that we need to ensure that the mental health of everyone is sound and is good. You understand, you see people out there who are who are, are committing murders, murder suicides are going on. You have people out there who are, are, are just shooting other individuals. People are not in their right frame of mind. And we all can have an opinion after the act has already occurred. We all can have an opinion after what's done is already done. We all can get on our little devices and we all could go on social media and we can make our little posts and give our little opinions about things we know nothing, absolutely nothing about. But you do not know the mental health of these individuals because you never checked on them. You never, you never, you never saw the signs that were obviously there. You never took the time to say, hey, Something is wrong here. Let me intervene before the situation escalates to to something else. And that's what I feel as, you know, even the Bahamas government should be focusing on. Okay, we need to focus on mental health. We need a plan so that, you know, every individual who is dealing with something, who who needs you know, some kind of, of, of social help who needs some kind of, of counseling, you know, can access this help without having to, 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 you know, pay for it. Because honestly, and truly, let's be real. There are a lot of people who are living below the poverty line right now. 
a lot of people who are struggling just to make ends meet. And when I say make ends meet, I mean have food in their their, their, their cabinets and in their fridges and, you know, just to ensure that the lights stay on. You know, there is a lot that is going on. And, you know, my prayer today is that not only do we check on our strong friends, we check on our not so strong friends, that we sit there and we actually listen to what is going on. I don't care if it's the 50th time that you have heard that one thing. You cannot beat somebody to get something or to, for them to, to, to move past something. You cannot beat somebody um, to, 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 to heal their heart and to heal their, you know, to, to, I guess, um, retrain their minds. And it's not, it's not like they're not doing it. They are doing it. They are doing it. Life just continues to happen. And we need to understand this life continues to happen. And again, everyone do not have, do not have access to the same resources you may have access to. Everyone, some people do it alone. Some people do it absolutely alone. And in doing it alone, they still have to deal with life while they do it alone. So while you're trying to somehow take care of your mental health, you still have to deal with life. You still have to deal with people. You still have to to deal with you know, your children. You still have to make sure they're okay. That is not an easy task. It might seem easy. It might look easy. It might be easier for you because you have a support system, because you have people there who, you know, are willing to say, hey, let me help you. Let me give you this. Let me give you that. Let me add to what you already have. Let me help you with your children. Let me take care of your children for you. You may have that, but everyone does not have that. Absolutely everyone does not have that. And so therefore we need to understand this and we need to just identify, you know, um, you know, persons who we know, you know, we might not think they're alone or they're doing it alone because, you know, we call ourselves their support system. We call ourselves their, their help. But at the same time, I mean, how much help could you give? You know how much help that person needs. How much help could you give? And if you are one of the very few help or support system, not saying that, you know, um, you're not appreciated. Clearly you're appreciated. But at the same time, how much help can you give? And how much help does that person need? And so at the same time, while you are a help to that person, you're not everything that person needs. And so therefore, we still have to be mindful of these things. We still have to be mindful of what exactly we are dealing with. And we still have to ensure that we try to be, we try to be a help as much as possible. I'm not saying deplete yourself. I'm not saying forget about yourself. I'm not saying give more than you can give. But all I'm saying is we need to understand that everyone is different. Everyone is dealing with different situations. We don't know what it is to walk through that person's situation. And even if we do, everyone handles things and deal with things differently. And so we have to end this hour, guys. We need to, to just exude love. We need to exude understanding. We need to understand that people are fighting battles. 
some we know about and some we know absolutely nothing about. And for Christ's sake, don't tell people that, oh, I don't want to hear this. Or, oh, you, I don't want to hear that and that, that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because you're essentially telling that person, I do not want to hear what you are going through. Um, even if you've heard it before. Even if you've heard it a million times before. Sometimes it takes others longer. It takes others. It's not that they're in that same place, you know. They're coming out. But they're coming out at a slower pace. Allow them to process things in the way that they process things. Don't give, don't always try to, everybody does not respond to tough love. Tough love is fine. And you can give tough love sometimes, but everyone does not respond to tough love. Everyone does not respond to what you think is the way for things to be done. You cannot do that. It's not, it's not going to be, you know, productive. It's not going to be useful. I'm not saying that you coddle someone in in what they're going through. I'm not saying that you have to sit there and hold their hands and be like, oh my gosh. And, and you know, because people, ain't, everybody ain't looking for sympathy. Everybody is not looking for sympathy. But some people are looking to, to come out of their situation once and for all. It's just the way that you think they should come out is not the way it's going to happen. It's not the way it's going to happen. There's a time and a season for everything, man. But we have to show love. We have to show love to each each, each one another. We have to be able to, if we say we love someone, we have to be there for them. We have to help them through what they're going through. If you, you're not saying give advice, yes, you can give advice, but know, know when to give advice and know when just somebody just needs a listening ear. Know when someone just needs to get something out because if they don't get that thing out, they'll probably end their lives. You never know what's going on in somebody's head. They will tell you one thing and they'll be feeling something completely different. They will come in front of you and try to act as though they're fine because they know that's what you want, but they won't be fine on the inside. And so we have to recognize these things in a person before it's too late, before we're reading about them in the newspaper, how they committed suicide, how, you know, um, you know, they, they shot their, their, their girlfriend, shot themselves or jumping off of buildings. Like we have to understand, you know, that 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 we, we need to, to we need to intercept these things before they happen. They happen. There is nobody's responsibility but I feel as though it's all of our responsibility. And so we definitely need to check on, make sure that the mental health of, you know, everyone, but especially our females are good because females take on the lion's share. They really take on, we really take on the lion's share. Even if you are in a relationship or in a marriage, you still have to make sure your children are good. You still have to make sure your husband or your, your, your significant other is good. And the very last person, a woman always makes sure as good as themselves. And honestly, a lot of women neglect that. There's not a lot of self-care going on. There's not a lot of um, breathing room to say, get out of the house or go somewhere and, you know, just have a mental day or mental hour to sit down and, you know, have a conversation with a friend or to go drink a cup of coffee or get, get your nails done or do something that's going to make you 
have a, allow you to have a breather or feel good about yourself. And so therefore, I feel we really, really need to encourage our women to just take that time for themselves. Encourage self-care this year. 2022 is the year of self-care. It's the year of just doing whatever it is that we had set to do. And sometimes we know it's not easy because, you know, there are things that obstruct, um, you know, your, your going forth. Like money is. Money is obstruct your going forth. You know, not being in a position that you need to be in. But we really just in this hour just need to continue to have faith. We need to continue to push. We need to continue to find someone. Find someone. And honestly and truly, right now it's God. I know sometimes we want to talk to a physical person. And sometimes you want advice from a physical person. But in this hour, we can need to take our, our problems to God. We can need to talk to God because we know that he will never tell us that he's tired of hearing about this, that he doesn't want to hear about this, that you need to just suck it up and get it together and push forth. You understand? Like, he's never going to tell us that. He's never going to turn us away. He will listen. If we talk to him about the same things 110 times, he will listen. And eventually... Eventually he answers. I remember I used to sit in my prayer closet and I used to, you know, sometimes people would say, oh, well, you know, you, you know, you had a lot of pastors say you would go and you would pray and, you know, then you would say amen and you would get up and you would walk out of your prayer closet. But I'm one of those persons who would lay there. I would just, I would literally take my prayer pillow. I would literally put it, you know, lay, lay it down in my prayer closet and I would lay down and I would lay here for I mean, I used to lay for hours. I don't lay for hours anymore. I don't have that that time. But um, I would lay here and I would just listen. And honestly and truly, it's not till I leave my prayer closet. Sometimes I, I watch TV or sometimes, yeah, I, I do get revelations when I read the word. But sometimes it's through watching TV or um, listening to a certain something or going out and, and see, you know, I, I would see... I would, because I, God speaks to us in different ways. And so I would get my answer outside of my prayer closet as to, um, you know, list, actually laying here or sitting here and just waiting to hear something or waiting for some sort of sign, you know, after speaking to God. And so I would just say, you know, just allow God to move in your life the way that, you know, he moves in your life, the way that you know he He moves in your life, you know. You really have to get to know him in that way. And that has that has been my saving grace, just getting closer, going deeper and getting to know God myself and, you know, just understanding the way that he moves because he moves in so many different ways for so many different people. And I just needed to understand the way that he moves for me. And when I needed him, I when I needed him audibly, I heard him audibly and it's not through okay I heard him myself but I heard him through you know um you know through his his servant and that was so much that meant so much to me and so guys I just wanted to be an encouragement today I just wanted to uplift women and just let you know that you are not alone you are not alone even when you feel like you're alone you are not alone don't give up don't allow 
everything that's going on around you to affect what's going on in you. You are more, you are, are, are stronger than you think. You are stronger than you think. And I want you to hear me. You are stronger than you think. You will not stay in that situation. Things are changing for you. Things are turning in your favor. God will never leave you alone. He will not forsake you. He will not forsake your children. And no matter what man says, God always have the final say. And so ladies, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to hear this, this message today. I want you to share it, you know, with every female you feel needs to hear this message today. And girl, Get up.